0: Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the Senior Pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible come alive. Get ready to be empowered with knowledge that will cause you to rise up and build the Church of God. Now, let's join the new series... Unstoppable. Nothing could be better than talking
1: about being unstoppable with the life and the conditions of life that we are going through at the moment. All of us. Praise God. Like I said last Sunday, usually when you go for motivational talk and they, they say you are unstoppable, you know, it's just to motivate you, to charge you up. And for that moment, really, you can see possibilities of things that could happen. Because you know, I need to tell you something. Life oh thank you I need to tell you that life, basically, more than anything else, it is more connected to how you view things. Do you understand? Life is not really what you think it is. It's what you see. That, that's what your life becomes. Amen. We are very different from animals. Animals are not really um, impacted by how they think much. Why? Because God... created animals a little bit differently than you and I. When God was creating animals, He didn't really give them a will of their own. Do you understand? Animals have in them innate uh, programmings. Do you understand? They, 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 from the moment they come to this world, are you listening? Listen carefully. I want to explain to you why you are not a monkey and a lizard. You see, animals are programmed. Everything that they're going to do and be is programmed in them by the time they come here. So a lion is programmed to hunt. He cannot do something else. A lion cannot all of a sudden become a teacher. Oh, are you (laughs) not? A lion cannot all of a sudden become a herbivore. Like, you know, sometimes... You were born, you were eating meat. All of the sudden, you say, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. You cannot make a lion to become a vegetarian. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Yet a human being can start eating meat, then change. And until they die, they don't eat meat again. So I'm just using that example to say, all animals are programmed from the moment they are born. Their body is programmed to go in a certain way. They, are, they, are, they don't go to. You've never found that lions have gone to learn how to hunt there. They, they, are, they are doing some hunting lessons. Of course, the, the parents kind of show them the way. But naturally, from the moment they are born, they already know this is an antelope, it's meal. This is a zebra. It's lunch. Nobody has to train them. They know. Do you understand? And a lion can never decide, ah, I'm tired of the bush and I want to go to the city and build a house for myself. Do you understand? They will always be in the wild. That's how they are programmed. Fish will always be in the water. They are programmed like that. But when God was creating you and I, He created you a little bit differently. He gave you something called the mind. That thing you have called the mind, it's a very powerful thing because you can alter your reality with that thing. The reason why the latest cell phones are very powerful It's because they operate the way God created you. Back in the day when you would buy a cell phone it came with all the ringtones it will ever have. You could not add a ringtone in your phone. You had like maybe 25 or 7 or you know you, you choose one of them and that's it, till you die. That phone cannot do anything else. I know the new generation doesn't know those things. They're like, what? That's how we started. How many of you remember the Nokia something? What is it that Nokia was called? Huh? Yeah, you know the retreat. You see, that Nokia, you cannot program it or you cannot add things in it. You cannot receive a WhatsApp. SMS, some could receive MMS, right? <laughs> but that was it. You cannot receive emails. But today, you can buy a phone, all of a sudden start doing things that when you bought the phone, it couldn't do. Why? You just go to somebody, some place called App Store depending on what you want the phone to do for you. Because what you will use the phone for is not what I will use the phone for. So we all go to the app store. We all choose which apps. If I'm a photographer, I will select certain apps. If I'm a mathematician, I will select other apps. The same phone. That is serving different purposes for all of us. That's why smartphones today are really smart. Because they can do more if you know how to use them. So they are just like you. When God created you, God placed something in you called the mind. That thing can make you become anything. Just how like when you buy the phone, it's just the, the normal apps. But when you know what to do with the phone, the phone can start producing greater results. When you know what to do with your mind, You can change and become something nobody thought you could become. As a human being, God created you like himself. God is not limited. Your body is limited, but that's not you. That's just where you live. Your spirit is unlimited. That's why your spirit will never die. So when we say you are unstoppable, we are making you realize that in you lies a capacity. Amen? That is not limited to the environment that you are finding yourself into. If you know how to use your mind. But I'm not talking about the mind today. I'm going to talk about the mind the last Sunday of this series. Please don't miss it because I will show you how your mind can make you unstoppable. Your mind can make you unstoppable. Your mind. Some countries, the heat has turned them into desert. Other people have taken the same heat. They have turned it into electricity. It's the mind. Some people, the wind have destroyed everything. Other people have taken the same wind and turned it into something else. It's the mind. You'll be surprised at the body you have if they give that body to somebody else. You cannot believe what they will do with your body. Because there are people that don't have two hands and two feet like you. They are doing amazing things. So you can just imagine what they will do if they had the fingers you have. If they had the hair you have. For example, I wonder what will happen to black African ladies if they had the hair that white people have. Have you noticed that God didn't give you that hair? But you have used your mind. And you have brought that hair to your head. Something God didn't give you that you move around as if you were born with it. Hey, I just wonder when I see these white girls, they are not taking good care of their hair. I just say, you don't know what you have. If they could give this hair to one of my daughters, you will see fire just now. You will see fire. Are you listening to me? Yeah, that's what I'm saying that there are certain things people when they have what you have you don't know what they could do with it the Lord will help us Amen. I see God helping you Amen. I see God helping you Amen. hallelujah Amen. are you ready for the word this morning yes, a quick recap on what I thought about last week let's go to our foundational scriptures do you have my scriptures oh praise God unstoppable Say, I am, I am unstoppable. The series is based on the life of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 to 3. Looking unto who? Looking unto Jesus. The, the, the authorized person that God has given you and I to pattern our lives with is Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Please help me. Ask the person next to you who are you looking to? Who, who, Who is your model? Who is the person that is helping you shape your life? I hope you can ask them that question on my behalf. You are not asking the question. You just a pastor asked me to ask you, like, who, who are you looking up to? Do you get it? Like, who, who, who are you checking up to, to to fix your life? Like, my life must be like this. You see, that person, that person you are using as your model is a very important person. Yeah. Wh- whoever you are using to. Model your life. But the Bible is giving us the reference that we should use to model our lives. Looking unto who? Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. Who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Number three, verse three. For consider him who endured, you see that word comes again for the second time, endured, such hostility from sinners against him. Why? Lest you become weary discourage in your soul. Less, if you don't look on Jesus, the battles of life and the difficulties that life has will discourage you. But if you look at Jesus, a man who went through so much and yet overcame. The Bible says he sat at the right hand of the throne of God. It means he completed his mission. Jesus Christ is the exact the, the only person you should look up to when you are thinking of finishing something. Starting something. He's the author and finisher. Jesus started something and he finished it. Most people don't even start. We're not even talking of going halfway through, just starting. They can't. They can't start. Can't start the business, can't start the relationship, can't start the ministry can't start the family. They can't start. I'm not saying that even just starting. They can't. They can't. They can't. The Bible said, look at this man. He didn't only start. He finished. That's your model for anything you want to do. Then number two. We all know somebody who started something and never finished it. Look, I have preached many messages. It is easy to start. Eh? The hardest part is to finish. Nobody will te- no anybody can start a shop. All right? Anybody can start a relationship. Anybody can start a church. Anybody can start something. Starting is not the issue. The problem. Can you finish? Between starting and finishing, there are many things that will stop you. Why the series unstoppable? Are you listening to me, guys? Listen carefully. I'm giving you something that will help you. Oh yeah. Because whoever you are here today, you're gonna start something tomorrow if you haven't started already. Either your life you will start, your family, your business. There's something you're gonna start. Everybody, there's nobody here. I don't know whether you are intending for the rest of your life to depend on your mother. How long can your mother live? How long can your father live? And I know, Pastor, I mean, I'm not going to start anything. People have started already. So I'm just going to flow. Ah, that, Nothing could have been more stupid than, than that type of a thinking. If you could not start, you will start at least your life. There are so many obstacles on the way. So many obstacles as you want to finish what you started. You started studying. So many obstacles as you try to finish to get your degree. Am I communicating to the right people? Oh, you started just your life as a human. When you started, you were healthy, a baby, healthy bouncing baby boy, healthy bouncing baby. Girl. So many obstacles on the way of your health for you to finish. So many things wants to kill you. You start a relationship, looks nice on the first day, it looks so powerful. You are looking at me like I'm speaking Chinese. do you know? You know? You know? It doesn't always end the way you thought. So many obstacles. So many barriers. So many things are waiting to stop this good thing you've started. This yummy, yummy thing you started. So many things are on the way with machetes and knives ready to cut it. So you must learn the art of becoming unstoppable. If, if you don't know how to be unstoppable, you will be stopped. You will be stopped. Many things are waiting to stop. Anything you are trying to do and eh? Let me tell you, you want to save money, many things are already waiting for you. You will never save one cent. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you will write, I'm going to save 500. They say, eh, okay, we'll see, we we'll see, we we'll see, we'll see, where you save, we'll save that 500 they are talking about. <laughs> You. anything you want to do is like this guys wake up all of them say ah let's see let's see whether you're going to save this money the moment the money enters your pocket your phone starts ringing uh, oh, before you realize the money is finished in fact you are owing you are not owing money you are owing, you are owing. You are owing. <laughs> rather than saving you are rather owing <laughs> you are finished are you listening to me uh-huh. that's how life is so if you don't learn how to become unstoppable oh oh many things are not gonna happen many things you wish to happen will not happen looking onto Jesus a person who started something and he finished it and the Bible is clear he had a lot of opposition. The Bible says he endured hostility. But that could not stop him. If you can study the life of Jesus and see how he started. Jesus is the only person that when he's dying, he says it is finished. <laughs> and, I've done the job. i completed the task. It's finished. Most people die and they are wishing for more years because it's not finished. Most people die and they are wishing for grace because it didn't even start. Your Jesus, it is finished. The job is done. The job is completed. The Bible says, pattern your life after that man live the way he lived because if you live the way he lived, you will finish what you start. You will be able to complete what you start because it was not easy for Jesus but Jesus applied certain principles that helped him complete the job. The Bible says, if you don't study Jesus, you will be what? Weary. Number two will be what? Discouraged. Just now you'll be discouraged with this relationship. You pull out. You, you stop. Discouragement. One of Satan's greatest tools to make people stop. Discourage. Just get discouraged. Small, small opposition. A little failure here. A little no there. A little resistance there. A little you cannot dare. A little there's no money over there. You are discouraged. And you drop the dream. And you pull out. And you reduce anything you wanted to do. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. A man who went through all kinds of problems. But they didn't stop him. He made it. You will make it in the name of Jesus. Oh, your clapping can be better than that. Last week, I showed you the Thing a person who will be unstoppable must do. That is the first thing Jesus did. And if you too will become unstoppable, you must do this thing. Jesus did, please add a bit of volume if you can. The first thing that Jesus did that made him unstoppable is Jesus dealt with Satan. Last week I showed you the word Satan Satan is not just, look, that word, Satan. Are you listening to me? That person, that being called Satan. His name, the names, you see, every name has a significance. The name Jesus literally means Savior. So I hope you realize why Jesus came and saved everybody. Because that's what his name means. The name Satan, that name, it means opposer. That's the meaning of that name. Satan is not just this person with horns you are saying, no. The name means an opposer. It's somebody whose presence in your life is to oppose anything you want to do. That's the meaning of the name. Please understand this. Understand this? That's the meaning. Opposer. And I told you last week, if you want to understand Satan, just look at the parliament. When the ruling party comes up with any idea, no matter how nice it is, the opposition doesn't care. Their job is to oppose you. So Satan's job is to oppose any good thing you want to do. Any good thing. You have a plan of building a house. You have a plan of buying a car. You have a plan of helping your brothers. You have a plan of starting a company. Oh, those are very nice things. They are very nice things. If there was no opposition, if there's an opposition problem is most people are not even aware of god of satan's real job from the moment if you know your bible from the moment jesus started 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness isn't it if you read that account you will never hear that jesus is talking to god 40 days and 40 nights you don't hear that Jesus is talking to angels. 40 days and 40 nights, you don't hear Jesus is praying for the salvation of the world. No. 40 days and 40 nights, the only thing recorded is Satan fighting the devil. 40 days and 40 nights is Satan and, 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 and Jesus and Satan fighting. Sorry. 40 days and 40 nights. And the devil did this. And Jesus. And the devil. And Jesus. And the devil. And Jesus. The whole 40 days and 40 nights. That's how Jesus started. Jesus started by attacking the main opposition that was going to try to stop him. That's why he said it. 40 days and 40 nights. And when you went to see what was happening there It's the devil and Jesus Actually, the man of God Prophet rejoiner, God opened his eyes God took him back Do you understand? There's a book he wrote The book is called When God Walked the Earth That book God took him like a video God took him back exactly To the day Jesus entered the wilderness So God showed him how Jesus was dressed. God showed him everything that was happening there. And God showed him the meetings that angels were having over Jesus. And the Bible, uh, what God showed him was that Michael came and told the angels that were accompanying Jesus that God gave an order, you guys are not supposed to go there. Jesus must go to the wilderness alone. They said, no, we can't. We can't let him go by himself. Satan, is said, then that's the order. He must face Satan alone. So for forty days and forty nights, angels are waiting outside the desert. They are, they are waiting. They are watching the temptation. Everybody, the whole heavens, everybody is watching the temptation. They cannot. It's like you have help, but the help has been withheld. 40 days and 40 nights. God gave an order. No help. Let him face this thing. Powerful. So Jesus started his ministry by fighting the main opposition that was going to stand against him. Satan. What are you doing about Satan? That's it. You see, you, you are not understanding something. Most of your problems, if not all your problems, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm telling you, all your problems, anything you are fighting, if you check it, Satan is behind it. Your problem is that you are different from Jesus. Jesus was attacking Satan and you have left Satan to move freely. That's why he seems to be winning on your case. Most Christians don't know what to do with Satan. A lot of them are even afraid of him. Matthew 4 verse 10 Jesus said to him, Satan Satan away from me, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him alone. Mark 1, 23, 24. Now there was a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit. He cried out saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you? Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus hasn't, Jesus hasn't spoken. Jesus just entered the church. Demons already feel the heat. Like the main people that are there, feel our our enemy has come let us alone look at that word carefully those words, let us alone, that was the request of demons to Jesus, let us alone, what have we to do with you, they said, now there was a man in their synagogue in their church, there was a man in the church with an unclean spirit meaning a demon in him and he cried out saying let us alone what have we to do with you Jesus of Nazareth did you come to destroy us I know who you are the holy one of God I've told you before I'm going to say it again That request, that request, let us alone. Eh? Eh? It's the request demons have for all of us. Wherever they are operating, they have one request for you. Leave us alone. Don't attack us. Don't fight us. Leave us alone. That's their request. And your mistake and my mistake is to grant them their request. A lot of us have left them alone. We don't fight them. We don't bind them. I mean, if you look at your life, Are you engaging Wicked spirits? I mean think about it I mean think Properly this month. Tell me the truth Have you obeyed that instruction from demons? Let us alone I'm glad to tell you Jesus didn't leave them alone And you see They knew Jesus is going to destroy them it's going to destroy them. Two things happen wherever there are demons. Either you destroy them or they destroy you. Either you destroy them or they destroy the plan you have. Jesus never left them alone. Never. 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 And my prayer for you, never leave demons alone. Never allow yourself to be deceived that demons are not there. You are mistaken. Very, very mistaken. That's why you are being stopped. That's why your money disappears. Look, that's why things are not working out. That's why. You have left them alone. You never fight them, you never bind them, you never do anything to them. Wow! I salute you. I salute you. Yeah. Let us alone. Let us alone. First John chapter three verse eight he who sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this purpose the son of God was manifested that he might destroy eh what the works of the devil devil. that's why he came so he cannot leave them alone that's why he came and you see the son of God and the Bible says you are the son of God you are also the son of God as a son of God, your number one objective, wherever the works of the devil are taking place, I must destroy them. Look, if you don't destroy them, they will destroy you. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Even this message I'm teaching you, Satan is going to make sure you don't listen to me. He's going to fight you from listening to me because he knows very well that if you can grasp what I'm teaching today, he's in trouble. He's going to make you to not believe that what I'm saying is true, so that he can continue oppressing you. Don't be fooled. This man was in the church, and he had unclean spirits. So it's nothing new. We can be in the church full of unclean spirits, full, 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 full. Being in the church doesn't mean you are not the habitation of demons. No. I mean, if you know yourself, there are many things you do when you're out of the church that you can't believe you did. This man was in the church and he had unclean spirits. And those unclean spirits didn't want to go anywhere. They're ones working on your case, They don't want to go anywhere. You are their house. They like being with you. They like tormenting you. Oh. The son of God has appeared to destroy. You see, when Jesus comes in your life, you must understand one of his objectives is to attack every work of the devil in your life. Because as long as the devil is left free, you are not free. You are not free. You are not free. You can dance with us here? You are not free. You can sing so dance, you are not free. You are not free. Can I tell you something? Look. You haven't started true Christianity. Eh? until you start confronting demons. You are still at a very low level. If your Christianity hasn't risen to the level where you are beginning to confront evil spirits, you haven't started. I'm telling you the truth. This Christianity, that is... uh, Pan- pancake. Uh, a pumpkin. Oh, you haven't started true Christian. True Christianity, you cannot because Christianity is opposing the works of the devil. And until you start opposing Satan and you start feeling something is fighting me, you, you are still, you haven't risen to Satan. Listen to me. True Christianity will have confrontation of evil spirits. True faith will include. You see, they, can I tell you the faith of today? I receive. I receive. I receive. Take car, I receive. That, that's that's the faith of today. They only know I receive. They only know the doors are opening. They don't know I'll bind you. They don't know I'm, i they don't know that part of faith. But that's how Jesus, and I said that his purpose, he came to destroy the works of the devil. That was his purpose. In your life, Jesus wants to destroy the works of the devil. In your marriage, Jesus wants to destroy the works of the devil. Everything you are doing, Jesus wants to destroy. He said, as long as the works of the devil are left alone. A lot of things will not work. A lot of things will not work. I'm sorry. Satan is left alone in your mind. Satan is left alone in your heart. No wonder you can't do much. No wonder you can't see real results. Real results are not free. Ah! You have to learn to oppose your. Somebody is opposing you. You can't see him. You don't need to see him. He's there. He's there. Paul made it clear. Are, are you understanding me? You seem a bit, somewhere. It's like I'm speaking Chinese to some. Like I, mean, I when I look at you, it's like, what, are you, what is this man talking about? We came to church. He's not talking about. Saturn and all these things. Look, if you don't understand this, you cannot go far. You cannot go far. Paul made it clear. Plain. Plain. To you and me, plain. May- maybe with Jesus, you didn't understand. Paul made it plain. Yeah, 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 18. I showed you this last week. For we wanted to come to you. Certainly, I, Paul, did again and again. Do you have things in your life that you've tried many times? Yes, I did again and again. I really wanted this thing again and again. Hmm? I did again and again. It's not that I didn't want to come to you. I really wanted to come. I really wanted to marry you. You don't know. If you knew how I really wanted to marry you, you have no idea. And I tried this again and again. I tried this, I tried many things. <laughs> Uh. But Satan You see, Paul didn't beat about the bush Paul took us straight To the common Major denominator Of all your problems Satan Stopped us And I asked you last week Can you really see Satan standing in front of us No It's when you are not spiritual You will say the weather stopped me from going to church Look, you don't understand When you are spiritual You know exactly Who stopped you You know exactly why you didn't get there You know exactly why it didn't happen You will know exactly You see, when you don't, you are not spiritual You say, ah, this guy, he just He just played with me and damned me You see, you are not spiritual That's why you are thinking like that These people, they just used me And then they fired me You are not spiritual. When you are spiritual, you will know that the boss was just used. The boyfriend was just used. Your mother was just used. The main person behind the whole scenario is Satan. I know it's cold, but clap a little bit. Just to encourage me so that I can feel that. I can feel that you are flowing with me. I wanted to be healthy. I went to the gym. I did everything. One day as the doctor's report, we have a problem. Hmm? First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Stay alert. Stay alert. Why? Watch out for your great... Not just your enemy. (laughs) Uh, Your great enemy. Who is he? Okay. I thought your great enemy was your mother. Uh, Your father. He left me. He He never said anything. He just left me. I've been suffering. My father... Oh, my father hates me. Oh. As long as that's how you are thinking, you're not going far. as long as you are seeing a person eh, you will never win you will be stopped bet you are unstoppable your great enemy, the devil the devil was Jesus' greatest enemy and the devil will be the great enemy of anybody that follows Jesus I don't know why you are you are confused you follow Jesus you will be his enemy He will fight. And if you don't learn how to deal with him, a lot of things will not work. Is my message beginning to make a little bit of sense to some of you? I mean, is, is it making a bit of sense? Even a little bit of sense. Just a little bit of sense. Just a little bit. Let me just close the deal quickly. Ephesians 6, verse 12. Oh, yes. Can we read it together? Because maybe when you read, I'm really concerned that you are not here. Let's read together. One, two, three, let's go. So yes. Okay, do you see these evil rulers? Can you see them? See. Paul is saying to you, we are not fighting flesh and blood. What is flesh and blood? A human being. A human being has flesh and blood. What is flesh and blood? Something you can see. Flesh and blood is anything you can see. So Paul is telling you, the things that you are really fighting are not things you can see. If you can see, that's not the real enemy. you can see it, you are still not meeting the real guy. I used, back in the day, I used to watch Chinese movies. In a Chinese movie, this guy will have a team that is fighting the main guy. Do you understand? It is only at the last part of the movie that the main guy will finally meet the real guy. That was fighting him all along. Are you listening to me? And before he meets the real guy, he will have to go through so many obstacles to meet the actual person, the actual person that has been behind all your problems. You haven't met him. Yet you are fighting all kinds of things. You are still not fighting the real person. He's hidden. He's in a house somewhere you don't know. But as you kept fighting these other ones Then finally You made him Our fight Is not against flesh and blood If that is the level you are still fighting You are too low in the fight You are fighting people eh? You are quarreling You are hating You are hating back You are still at the lower level of the fight your real enemy is deeper than that. Is deeper than that. I pray from God. Maybe at least two or three of you can catch this. Catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Because I'm talking about Satan. He's not going to want you to catch it. I mean, you should even be praying in your heart. You should be praying that, Lord, please help me. Maybe today is my day. I can catch this thing. I'm telling you. This is one of the best message I've ever preached. This one. One of the best because if I can teach you how to stop the person who is stopping you, what will stop you in this life? What will stop you in this life? What will stop you again in this life? What will stop you? You have let your great your great enemy. Take me back there. Your great enemy. Your great your great enemy. You have let him alone. We are not fighting. Your great enemy, the devil. Can I ask you a question? Please answer me. What are you doing about your great enemy currently? I mean, let's be honest. The Bible says this is your great enemy. Tell me the truth before God. What are you doing currently about your great enemy? So are you surprised that you are stopped every time you want to do something? Is, is, it, is it a surprise to you? Is, is, it, is it difficult to understand? I hope it's not difficult anymore to understand why things to be so seems to be so hard and so difficult. So difficult to get a job. So it's not, look, it should be hard but not that hard. Do you understand? Your problem is that you don't understand that there's somebody in the unseen world opposing you. And you are not fighting him. You've left him. You've left him. But as we keep receiving the light of the word, the light of the word, our minds will open, our hearts will open and the devil will begin to be in trouble wherever he's been hiding himself. I'm telling you the truth. Trouble is coming. I said trouble is coming. You have suffered enough God has sent the word For you to have light To have light And now that you're going to have light What are you going to do with the light These believers that Pastor must do everything for them If pastor doesn't pray Pastor fasts for them Pastor prays for them Pastor reads the bible for them Pastor does everything for them the Bible doesn't say our greatness says, yo, yo. Eh? not our great enemy yo. how can you have a great enemy and you are allowing another person to be the one fighting him for you even when you are sick you have a doctor isn't it yes, have you ever seen a doctor loving you so much that he starts taking your pain Huh? Like your doctor said, look, my patient, I love you so much. This pain, because I'm your doctor, I'm taking it from you. Oh, the, doctor, the only thing the doctor gives is prescription. That you are the one doing what? Feeling the pain. I know pastors today have become Sangomas. Like we want, we want to make it like, no, no. Come, we'll do we'll fix it for you. Look, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like somebody fixing everything for you. You are trained to stand, to fight. Even Jesus, God told the angels, Don't go there, He must fight. Who are you? That even Jesus, when he was fighting the devil in the wilderness, God did not allow Michael, Gabriel, and all these guys to come and help. They came, if you read your Bible, Bible, after Satan left, then the angels came to minister to him. Where were they all alone? Now it makes sense. I understood after I read the book. I understood why the angel came after to minister to him. Why can you come after? When I'm there, I'm fighting, you are not coming. God told them, don't go. Let him face it. Look, It's useless for me to take you through many things If you don't understand the first one I have thousands of things to teach you But if you don't understand the first one It's useless for me to just keep bombarding More, 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 no, no I want you to understand I want you to understand very well That's why I'm taking my time here in Rebecca, Just to help you understand Step by step This is what we are fighting This is the real enemy This is what you are fighting This is it if you can understand this, your days of little, you, you start seeing a change. You start seeing a change. Are you listening to me? So God gave us the formula. My teaching this morning will look like a revision, but I don't care. I've added more things to it to make you understand. The formula that God gave us, James chapter 4 verse 7, look at it. Number one, submit yourself to God. Oh, people of God, how I wish somebody could submit you to God. (laughs) Nobody can do that. You have to submit you to God that's hard because human beings don't like submitting. (laughs) We resist submission. Submit yourself. Nobody will do it for you. Submit yourself. Now, that's where the journey begins. Are you submitting? To which degree? And it says submit yourself to God. What is God? The word of God. Is God's word leading your life? Listen. Is God the main authority in your life? When God says something do you obey? all you do your own. Submit. Submit yourself to God. You see, if you and I don't do the first one, you see that next one, it becomes a dream in the air. That can never happen. Submit yourself to God. God says, don't do this. Because I'm submitted to God. Nobody forced me. I'm doing it willingly. I've submitted myself to God. So my life starts reflect, reflecting that submission. I'm submitted to God. When you are doing something because pastor said. Guess what? The day pastor is not there to say. You will not do it. And that is where a lot of us are. We are doing things because pastor said. We are doing things because Mamuruti said. Not because I have a personal conviction from the word of God myself. I'm submitted to God. I'm doing it because God's word says. what so we do, eye service. When pastor is there, we are in. The moment pastor is no more there, another reality kicks in. You are not submitted to God. You are submitted only to the man of God, but not to God. And because of that, you can't do the next one. You can't do the next one. Do you understand? Clap. Just clap. Just clap. Hey. (laughs) Ah. Amen. Amen. Submit yourself. Take yourself under God. When it comes to God, what I think doesn't matter. You see, Jesus was totally submitted to God. Another thing that made him have. power over the devil. Not my will, but your will be done. He submitted. And God said, oh, my will is that you must go to the cross. No problem. It will be so painful. But because it is your will, that must be done in my life. I accept it. Can I tell you the truth? I can't hear you. Can I tell you the truth? Submitting to God is harder than resisting the devil. Hey, but it's true. It's true. It's true. Resisting the devil is the easy part. Your main fight is not, look, I know I told you that Satan is your opposer. It's true. And I'm not telling you how to fight him. You don't fight him by going to him first. They will crush you. You fight Satan by fighting your flesh. And you fight your flesh by submitting to God. When your flesh is in charge, it means you are not submitted to God. Therefore, you can't resist the devil. They say that verse is saying, "How can you resist the devil when you haven't even resisted yourself? <laughs> you haven't resisted yourself, but you want to resist the devil. You can't." Are still struggling with yourself. <laughs> Friday fasting. You <laughs> are. Look at this girl. You can't even fast. They can't resist their stomach. And they want you to resist me. Get out of here. <laughs> you are not submitted. Your own stomach is ruling. meet the devil You are struggling with yourself your mind you can't control your breath you can't control your body you, yeah everything is out of, your mind you can't control everything is out of control and you want to come and control the devil Submit grace to be submitted to God. That, that that's the first grace we need this morning. Just grace to submit to God. Grace to submit to God. Not to pretend when pastor is there. I'm pushing. I'm pushing small small agenda. Who is pastor? What can pastor do? The main person that sees you is God. Mo dimo Mo so fela the main person that is checking you that's the main person that is checking and scoring you and that's the main person you should submit yourself to not just this you are trying to pretending to your pastor pretending to your father your 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 your, your mama, you are pretending all over the place and when you face the devil you buy down you can't stand Hmm? That's where we're starting, Amen. Amen. And our time is up. <laughs> Ooh, you mustn't miss next Sunday. Hallelujah! Amen. You see, when you submit to God, the next thing you cannot resist the devil. Why? Because. You have brought yourself, and that's me. You see, yourself is the hardest person to lead. Yourself, the, you see, the devil becomes easy when you've led yourself on anything, on anything, on anything. You can resist Satan when you've resisted yourself, because all Satan does is tempt yourself. Do you understand? Satan can never make you do anything. Satan tempts. So, when you have tamed yourself, ah, when Satan comes to tempt, the temptation cannot work because you have already. T- Somebody must be writing these things down. The temptation cannot. Satan cannot tempt you and win because you've already tamed yourself. You've tamed yourself. So when the temptation comes, it it holds no water. I've already submitted myself. And then I have power to resist him. I crush him easily. But you see, you are there. You haven't tamed yourself. Any temptation works on you. Any When you haven't tamed yourself, any temptation, write this down. When you haven't tamed yourself, any temptation will work on you. Yes, are you listening to me? I'm teaching us how to become unstoppable, unstoppable. This is what I, well, this is the theme of the message. Unstoppable. Tame yourself with the word learn to say no the bible says the grace of god has appeared to us it teaches us to say no Amen. god is teaching you to say no to yourself you must learn to say no to yourself and you say you haven't even learned to say no to you how can you say no to satan how, how will you be able to say no to him anything he shows you, you will just say yes We are receiving grace this morning. Hallelujah. I feel there is a grace. You see, when when people pay a sacrifice to come to God, the way you did this morning, God equally, do you understand? He he also sends something special to those people. Because it is a great act of love. You have shown Him that despite the rain, you came. So God says, let me also release something. If, If you are interested, if If you really want to become unstoppable, the real secret is what I'm giving you now. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. Start with yourself. With yourself. Submitting yourself. Yourself. To God. Lord, this is no more an issue. Lord, tithing is no more an issue. Lord like holding myself is no more an issue. It's not an issue. I'm going to do what I have to do. Yeah. It's not an issue. If it's still an issue. If you know, one time when Obama was being fighting for the election for the second time, one of the things that people were saying was, I mean, this sitting president, no scandal. We've never heard a scandal in the White House. Remember the other president, you will hear he slept with this one, all those things. So, they were saying, but President Obama, he's got a clean track record. No scandal, no this, no this. Another journalist came and said, I hear people keep saying, President Obama hasn't had a scandal, he hasn't slept with somebody. They said, look, that should not be a credential. That's what he's supposed to do. What We are using to make it look like it's a big victory. Is it what like it's supposed to be like that? It's supposed to be normal. Like, why are we making it to be so great? Like that's standard. Like normally, that's what a president must do. So we should not have this like the main thing. The main thing should be the job, your job description. Not, not this. This should be there normally. i tell you something you see the things that you and i are struggling with god like we are struggling to submit those things they're supposed to be standard like it's not supposed to be ah lord i managed to overcome this look look look, look, that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to not sin. you're supposed to know like normally that's how you support it shouldn't be that when you didn't sin today the whole heaven must clap you should not live in sin order, like that normally. Normally. Yeah. So that when we, talk, when we talk about submission, it becomes now on the job that has submitted are you to doing the will of God. On maybe going to China or like bigger things. Not again just fasting. Not again prayer. Reading the word. Like just at that level. We are struggling. When will we overcome that level to now reach the level where God can say to you, teach about this? And you submit to teach about what God says you must teach about. Don't go here and you submit, even if there are big blessings that you can see. I mean, that level of submit is that levels, But you are still fighting at the lowest, lowest level. It's still about this, about hey, When can we rise and start fighting generational cases in the family? The things that are fighting your family are not small. You can't come there small, small, you with the way you are now, and you think you're gonna have authority over those things. It won't work. I'm already telling you because I know sometimes we just let you go. Everything is Look, look let me be honest with you. Most of the time, nothing is off. N- most of the time, nothing has nothing, And you go, you see, nothing has changed. Because before things change, you must change. You must change. God is not just interested in changing the things. No. God is inter- Look, things are going to stay here and, and disappear. You must go to him. So the main person God is interested in is not the car, it's you. Your marriage is going to end, but you will never end. So, what is more important, your marriage or you? You will find people, Maka, Maka, give me Jesus. Look, I will give you that thing now. By the end of next week, you will come back to me crying because of the same thing. What I'm interested in is you first. You, 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 you. Submit yourself to God. Submit yourself. Let's start there. Then when you lift your hand, see, Jesus never said one word when he entered the chair. He didn't say one word. He just entered. Demon started crying. <laughs> because once you are submitted to God, do you understand? The moment you submit to God, everything else submits to you. <laughs> ah, rather than also, the moment you submit to God, everything else submits to you. The reason why things are resisting because you are resisting God in many ways. He says go, you don't go. He says come, you don't come. He says stop, you don't stop. He says do, you don't do. So because you are like that, also, demons have a ground to resist you. So when you say to them, go, they say, ah, when God said go, you didn't go. Why are you saying we must go? We can't, we're not going. <laughs> ah. And he said, I cast you, the demons, He say, ah, you, God tried to send you there, you didn't go. Why are you not coming to try to, no, we are not going. You are not under authority, you cannot, you cannot have authority over us. The Bible says, I am a man under authority and I have men under me. You see, you cannot exercise authority if you are not under authority yourself. And that's the beauty of submission. If, just to help the sisters. Submission is not oppression. When you submit properly, you are releasing to higher dimensions of power. When you are fully submitted to your husband, his money becomes your money. Anything he has. Look, to be honest with you, I don't handle my money. When it comes, it goes to the rightful owners. I just make it. I just, I don't handle it. I just make. Another person handles it. Why? Because she submitted when I say send two cents there, you don't say eh, why? Why, 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 why. Why? Why? Did you, nah, No. If you start, if you start like that, before you realize, nothing is coming there again. the eh, 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 thing about eh, 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 you start coming for a lot of a lot of equation and algorithmic. Then before you realize, the flow is cut. Submit to your father. Submit to your mother before you know it, your life becomes a bit easier. That's a bit easier. See you are resisting your parents. Hey. That's why they also resist. You see, that certain things they could have helped you a long time ago. They ah, you'll be there. I get it. I send you to go and watch the dishes. You say, You are doing your hair. Continue to do your hair. No problem. You also suffer, you will learn. But because Jesus was submitted to the Father, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. He does my will. So when Jesus shows up, everything shows up with him. Everything is there. He told Pilate, I can call 12,000 legions of angels now and they will come here. I have authority. I'm not just using it, but I have it. You will not have authority over me if it was not given to you. You cannot do nothing to me. You become dangerous. God start making people to submit to you. There are people that are in my life. I ask myself, how did this one enter my life? The things they do for me. Oh. Once you become submitted to God, God start arranging things. People will just come and they want to help you. People will just come, and they will give. The Things starts happening, and you can't control it. As long as you are resisting God, it will be hard. It will be very hard. Please, if you know what is good for you, go and listen to this message again and again. When you go to CastBox, look for Pastor Pascal live at Rebecca. Go for those ones, because... There are things that I teach here that I don't teach anywhere. I'm telling you the truth. Look for Pastor Pascal live at Robeja. Listen to those ones. They will help you. You will understand your story. Stand on your feet and start giving praise to God. Pa- Welcome Pastor Pumi. Come and put your hands together
0: for her. Hallelujah. Can we put our hands together for our pastor for such a powerful word? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And as I believe that, you know, we should just all stretch forth our hands and, and say, Father, give me the grace to submit to you. Let's all pray that prayer right now. Right there where you are, say, Father, give me the grace to submit to you. Father, give me the grace to submit to you. Father, give me the grace to submit to you. Father, give me the grace. That's your prayer right now, right there where you are. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, give me the grace to submit to you. Give me the grace to be fully yielded to your will. Your will, your will be done. Your will be done in my life. Give me the grace to be fully submitted to you. Give me the grace to be yielded to you, Lord. Not to my own ways. Not to my own will. Not to my own desire, not to my own plans, not to my own agendas. The grace to be submitted to you. The grace to be yielded to you, Lord. I'm asking for the grace this morning. I'm asking for the grace this morning to be, to live a submitted life, to live a surrendered life. I surrender all to you, Lord. I surrender. Come on, somebody's praying. Come on, somebody's praying right now. Somebody's declaring they're surrendering to Jesus. I surrender all to you, to you today. I surrender all that I am to you I surrender, I surrender my mind I surrender my heart's desires I surrender my plans I surrender my agendas Your will be done Lord, your will be done Not my will, but your will be done I give up control I give you control of my life I submit myself to God this morning In Jesus' precious name we have prayed Right there where you are Still with your eyes closed And your head bowed. You are in this place. You have not surrendered your life to Jesus. You are not fully submitted to the Lord. Jesus is not, he's your savior, but he's not your Lord. You still do what you want to do. You still run your life. And today you've had the message. Today you've received your word. Today you've had the word of God. And you're saying, I want to submit myself. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want him to be my Lord. And I want Jesus to be my savior. I don't want to run my life anymore. I don't want to do what I want to do anymore. I want to do what God says I must do. I want to live my life for Jesus Christ. If that's you tonight. If that's you this morning. I'm going to count to three. If you say, you know in your heart that you have not surrendered your life. Jesus is not your Lord. He's not your Savior. You've come to the house of God today. You've had the message. And pastor says, for us to become unstoppable, the place to start is by submitting ourselves to God. This is your moment. Do not resist. When you hear the word, when you hear the message, do not harden your heart. This is your opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. At the count of three, I'm going to ask you to lift up your hand very high if you want to respond to the call of Jesus. Christ one two three raise up your hand very high you haven't given your life to Jesus don't be ashamed I see your hand my brother raise them up raise them up don't be ashamed hallelujah you can put your hand down and maybe you are surrendered maybe you are born again like I said Jesus is your Savior but is he really your Lord is Jesus really your Lord Is he your master? Do you do what he says or do you still do what you say? Is Jesus running your life or are your friends running your life? Are your feelings running your life? Is your mind running your life? Is your stomach running your life? Is circumstances running? Who's running your life? Who's calling the shot? Who is really your Lord? Today is an opportunity for you to divorce. For you to say no, to turn your back against whatever it is that has been running your life. And to allow Jesus to really be your Lord. If you want to recommit your life to Jesus Christ, this is your opportunity. We don't know what tomorrow holds. Do not harden your heart. At the count of three, start over. Press reset. Recommit your life. One, two, three. Raise up your hand high. If you want Jesus to be your Lord, you want him to be your Lord, raise it up. I see your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for my brother. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for victory. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, Lord, for one that has said yes to you. We praise you, Jesus. Come on, church. Celebrate him. My brother, come and join me right here. Come. Hallelujah, church. Let's celebrate him. Let's celebrate my brother here. Celebrate him. Amen. Hallelujah. Raise up your hand very high. You can just stand here. No, not right. You can face me. Stand this way and face me. Hallelujah. Amen. Just lift up your hands to Jesus. Both of both of them. Both your hands. This is a decision you are making to Jesus Christ. This day, this moment is being recorded in the books of heaven. Hallelujah. Your, your journey start to change from right now. Your life begins to take a turn right in this moment as you surrender your life to Jesus. Hallelujah church. Can we stretch forth our hands and pray with him? Repeat after me this prayer. You must say, Dear Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. I believe that you died for me. On the third day, You rose again that I might be justified. Right now I believe my sins are forgiven. I'm justified by your blood. I'm saved. I'm restored. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I am free from the power of sin to serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications to share the link you can also watch our pastor pastor pascal live on our facebook page alive bible church hq or on our youtube channel alive bible church sa remember you are alive to give life